0: Hey guys, we want to remind you that right now Pudgett is conducting its very first ever giveaway. And what we're giving away is Dayton Ward's latest novel called Drastic Measures. It takes place in the Star Trek Discovery universe, and it has a character whose name is suspiciously similar to mine. Hmm. You'll have to read it to find out what that's about so how do you enter the giveaway all you've got to do is take two minutes and write us a review on itunes please make sure you give us a star rating and a written review and if you want to go the extra mile tag us on social media with a screenshot of your review and let us know that you did that then when we've got all of our entries at the end of 30 days the contest ends on april 8th we'll draw at random pick a winner and let the winner know who he or she is so that's it So just a quick recap, write a review, give us a star rating, contest ends April 8th. Thanks for your participation and good luck. Welcome to the Nerd Party. Maximum
1: Warp. Punch it. Punch it. Punch it, Bishop! Punch it. Punch that shit! Punch it. Hello, everybody, and welcome to Punch It Writing in Star Trek. I am your co host, Tristan Riddell, and with me, as always, is.
0: Charlene Schmidt.
1: Charlene, today we are continuing our Gilmore Girls series, but we're nearing the end. I mean, for realsies, we're nearing the end. And for those of you who have been following what we've been doing, we have been going every single season. And reviewing that season of Gilmore Girls. Now, this is the first time that you've done a watch through of Gilmore Girls. I've done several because I'm a huge Gilmore Girls fan. <laughs> and you finished season seven a couple of weeks ago. Yeah. And so we tried to figure out what we could do afterwards. And we had a listener suggestion on what we could do before you watch Gilmore Girls, a revival on Netflix. And I searched far and wide. I searched email, Facebook. Twitter, every way that you can contact us. And I could not find the original suggestion from the listener. And oh, no. I very much apologize. So if you are listening, if you are listening and you hear that it's it was your idea that you contacted us specifically and you said, hey, before you review the revival, wouldn't it be a good idea if Char wrote what she'd like to see in the revival or write out the story or something like that before she actually watches? I replied back saying, that is such a great idea. Fantastic work. We're totally going to use that. And I didn't write down who it was and I cannot find the message. So if you're listening, please email us, contact us. I swear I'll write it down this time. And we'll give you a <laughs> shout out on uh, next week's show. Yes, Promise. yes.
0: Please, pretty please chime in. Let us give you the credit that you deserve. Because this is such a great idea. We had to do it. Had to do it. We both loved it. And it has been Absolutely nerve-wracking, though. Wrapping up season seven and then not being able to just jump right in to the next thing, the revival on Netflix, I have not been able to Google anything related to Gilmore Girls. And I typically don't. I just watch the show. I'm not that into it, but I have Mm -hmm. done no research, no planning. I, I only have the ideas that are in my head, and I cannot wait to unpack them and let them out so that I can either see if I was right on target or completely full of it and way off the mark, because I'm very excited about what's going to happen. When it comes to revivals, I feel like they either hit pretty well or they're awful. I have no idea where Gilmore is going to hit. I know that you've watched it. I cannot wait to talk with you (laughs) when we have that discussion. And so, yeah, let's get this going because I've been dying to talk about it since I finished season seven.
1: Yeah, and also, I forgot to mention at the top of the show, if this is your first time listening to Punch It, if you're just like trying oh. out our show, and you heard Punch It writing in Star Trek and Gilmore Girls, you probably, you guys are probably really confused every once in a while. Sorry about that. Yeah, sorry about that. Every once in a while, what we do is we we do what we call an away mission, where we talk about writing and themes and and everything like that outside of Star Trek, where like it's focused on pop culture, whether it's books uh, or uh, other TV shows or other movies or comics or things like that. We do it every once in a while, not even once a month. It's just in the realm outside of Star Trek, just so we can dip our toes in the pool that is pop culture. And so, right off the bat, like I'm going to kind of do this interview style because obviously I know what has happened in the revival. I know where these characters went and where they're going. And I had my own hopes and dreams. After the season seven ended and I'm not going to give any kind of information on whether those hopes and dreams were realized or those hopes and dreams were dashed in the revival. <laughs> so no, if I'm not going to give you any information uh, and that goes for the listener too. That like, uh, don't read into anything that I'm saying because I'm going to ask questions. I'm going to ask follow-up questions. I'm going to say like, hey, what do you think about this? Okay, well, if you go in this round, what happens if Suki did this? You know, that kind of thing. So I'm just going to kind of guide you through it so you think about this from multiple angles. But I want to know, like right off the bat, so after Season 7 ended, you had some mixed feelings about Season 7, but overall you liked how it ended, correct?
0: Yeah, I thought it wrapped itself up pretty nicely.
1: Okay, all right. So since it wrapped up pretty nicely, let's go ahead and start... With the, the ending of the episode was very much focused on Rory and her journey outside of Stars Hollow. And what she was doing was she was going to get on a campaign bus and follow a Senator Barack Obama around on his presidential campaign. Yes. And she wasn't going to see her family or Lorelai or even the town for quite some time. I mean, like it was going to be sporadic over the next three to six months, something like
0: that. For several months. Yeah.
1: Several months. It was it was a long time, and potentially she was going to be gone for for several years because say that she got a job at a paper out you know like outside of the state, or if Barack Obama went onward to win, which we know that he does, <laughs> yes. um, does she join a, a White House staffing position? Does she do this? Does she do that? There, the possibilities were endless. But regardless, she was pursuing a dream of becoming a journalist and following a presidential candidate. So right off the bat, Rory Gilmore. What do you expect and or hope to see from her in the revival?
0: Okay, here's my prediction for Rory. I have a feeling that she got her feet wet on the campaign trail. She did excellent work. She got noticed. But maybe uh, she didn't stay in politics. I don't think she stayed at the White House. She didn't get asked to go to the White House because I think as a fresh out of college reporter, she was probably on the bottom of that totem pole, so to speak. So once that was done, she had to think again, okay, I've got some qualifications now, but where do I go from here? And I think over the years, she's built a very good career for herself. We know that she's always had kind of an underlying interest in politics on top of wanting to be a journalist. So the way I took her is she also loves to travel. So what if she's covering something like international relations, and she's somewhere in Europe and having the time of her life. That's where I see Rory at the start of the revival.
1: So do you think that she is a freelance writer? Do you think she's a travel blogger? Do you think that she has a permanent position at a paper or a news station? You know, give me some of the nitty gritty. What, what, what do you think she's doing?
0: I think she's got a, a fairly prestigious regular job for a company covering something very specific, a beat, Maybe she's doing a little bit of extra stuff on the side with traveling or what have you. But no, I think she's got a very a very good job. She's got a very good life. And once she kind of spread her wings a little bit, yes, of course, she misses everybody back home and probably goes back to visit whenever she can. But she's living her own life now and really thriving on it.
1: Okay. Now, one big aspect of Rory's journey throughout the show has been her relationship status or what she's been doing, like who she's sure. been seeing, you know, like what trouble she's gotten into because the boy she's been associated with and whatnot. Uh, what do you think her relationship status is when she's traveling abroad and working for this uh, this regular beat?
0: I have a feeling maybe she's moved around a few times as a result of her job. And so maybe she's had some short-lived relationships. Maybe even a fling or two, but nothing serious. And then maybe now is about that point where she's starting to rethink that. Maybe she wants to settle down. Is that going to be in Europe? Does she want to go back to America? Either way, I think maybe in the back of her mind, she's thinking, oh, she's got to be approaching 30, right? Well, you know what? Do I want to be single forever? Probably Mm -hmm. not. Maybe I'm really ready for that serious relationship. Settle down. Maybe have a kid even. Maybe 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 and then maybe we actually see that happen during the revival
1: okay so you don't you don't see any serious relationships during this period
0: we have to jump into it on the show itself because that's i mean really that's the big component is the drama of (laughs) (laughs) will they or won't they and how is it going (laughs) and is it going to happen so it's got to happen during the episodes themselves
1: Gotcha, gotcha. Okay, okay. Now, do you think that whether this happened before the revival or during the revival, do you think that she got back together or hooked up with Team Logan, Team Jess, Team Dean, any of that? Did that happen before the revival? Is that going to happen during the revival? Anything like that?
0: Oh, God, I hate this question so much. Uh, Because of course, they want to bring some of those actors back i'm sure right what are they up to i mean it's it's kind of a where are they now with the revival right so wouldn't it be fascinating to find out what happened with dean or jess or oh god logan (laughs) i hope logan's in jail (laughs) i'm a horrible person but you know who would make sense in that aspect maybe is jess Maybe he's becoming a worldly guy, and maybe maybe he's the travel blogger for all we know, since we know that he wrote a book, he's a writer, maybe he's doing something on that end where his paths crossed with Rory, and maybe, maybe they even tried relationship and realized, well, this is great for right now, but we've both got our lives to lead, and you know what? They came together for this moment, and then they're going to separate again. So it was fun while it lasted. See ya.
1: Okay, so what I'm gathering from that is a no previous to the revival, but a potential attempt at a hookup with Jess during the revival.
0: Possibly. Although okay. I could see maybe them mentioning it, mentioning that maybe it did happen off screen beforehand, where maybe, she's, maybe she and Jess talk on the phone regularly and catch up or something like that. And then we kind of get that context of, oh, they had a little thing here in a while, but this is where they're at now. I could see okay. it happening either way.
1: I like that. I like that. Okay. So you're you're kind of in the corner of Team Jess during Revival.
0: Much better than Team Logan. And I don't think Dean is in Europe. I think he's been in <laughs> Star's Hollow this whole time. He's probably married and stuck with a couple of kids. So that's where I see I like Dean. how
1: you put that stuck with a couple of kids.
0: <laughs> yes. <Yeah>, sorry. <laughs> I, that's just how I envision it for Dean. Like, well, you know, he married so early and then we all know how mm-hmm. that happened, how that all fell out where... Maybe he uh, eventually just, he thought he married the right person again. And then maybe things aren't so great in his world. I just have that feeling where he's, he's like a little puppy. Things are just so happy for a while. And then the reality, the situation hits and well, off I chug along.
1: What do you think happens or has happened to Rory with her relationships with her family? Whether it's, uh, whether it's with uh, Lorelei or with her grandmother, anything like that? Do you think, do you think these relationships were shaken? Do you think that they were uh, emboldened? Do you feel like it's kind of same old, same old? Or maybe she doesn't really talk with her grandparents anymore? Or like maybe the relationship with Laura is on the rocks? What what do you think?
0: Oh, I have a feeling that Rory and Lorelai talk quite often. Maybe they have a weekly phone call where they're catching up and, hey, how's your things going? What you up to? How is your week? That sort of thing. I have a feeling they travel quite a bit back and forth and see each other, especially the grandparents. Because they've got the money to do it. So whenever they're in Europe, they make sure that they have a stop near Rory so they can say hi. That sort of thing. But then conversely, I'm sure Rory's she's going back to Stars Hollow often as well. Whenever she can take a vacation or something of that nature. Now, as a journalist, she doesn't have much vacation time. But, you know, hey, (laughs) this is TV. She's going to have more than what a real job would actually allow.
1: Now, okay. So I have a question for you. Yeah. Um, and this has this needs, this needs has a little bit of meta knowledge because the actor who played the grandfather passed away.
0: Are you kidding? Are you kidding? This is, okay, for their arc, for the grandparents' arc, I envision that he died of a heart attack. The big start of the series I thought was going to kick off with Richard Gilmore dying, no joke.
1: So you didn't know that no. ahead of time? You didn't know that Edward Herman passed away in real life?
0: No, I have no idea.
1: And so you actually wrote into your story that it starts with...
0: Yes, I was totally going to do that because I thought, how can I bring Rory back to Star's Hollow and keep everybody together for a little while? Because you kind of have to have that happen a little bit. I wanted to introduce her life in Europe and show what she's been doing, but then it's got to be in Star's Hollow. So what could be the impetus for that? something really dramatic and that made sense because we know that he's had health problems over the years. Mm -hmm, Of -hmm. course, it would be something like a heart attack and it's good drama. Emily's going to be devastated. And so Rory and Lorelai are going to have to kind of help her create a new life for herself, a new paradigm, life without Richard.
1: So I'm going to break my rule a little bit and tell you (laughs) that yes... That is addressed in the show. Like, his death is addressed in the show.
0: Okay, so that really does happen. Wow, okay, I'm I'm one for one there.
1: Because you can't really just say, like, oh, well, you know, like, uh, Grandpa, he's traveling, or like, you know, no. like, he's, he's doing this, doing that. Because, like, he was such a cornerstone of the show. The grandparents were a very underrated aspect of the show. I mean, diehard fans, of course, understand how important they are, but sometimes they, they can be casually missed and they think it's all just about Lorelai and, and Rory, but it is addressed and the relationship dynamic between Rory and Lorelai and the grandmother, of course, is addressed and because it has to be redefined. So that does happen. And so that's okay. interesting that you you have that in the in your story because I think that's something that definitely did happen that needed to be addressed. So wow. before we huh. move on with Rory, before we move on to Lorelai even since we're in this vein, I want to know more about that. How did you envision that unfolding? How did you envision with Emily kind of dealing with that? Like, let's going to go into that dynamic and let's go into Emily.
0: Okay. Well, Emily, I think, of course, is going to be devastated. We've seen what happens when Richard has had those heart attacks, those health problems, and suddenly she has to kind of run things that she doesn't understand and is not used to dealing with she's going to be totally alone or feel totally alone without Richard, the love of her life. They've been married how many years? And this is going to be, I think, such a hard, hard thing for her at first. It's just going to be crippling. So it's going to be a dark place for her, I think for a while. And then over time, I think maybe something's got to happen that helps her see that she, she still has plenty of life left to her. And needs to embrace that. And Mm -hmm. I'm sure that's where Lorelai and Rory help. But at first I think she's just going to be so utterly devastated. She's going to be a tough person to deal with and need some help.
1: So you're envisioning that she does move on. In what fashion do you think she's going to move on? Do you think she's going to find a new project, a new charity, a job, a new man? You know, like what do you you think all that's going to happen?
0: You know what I would love is if it somehow honored Richard in some way. I feel like that would kind of give her a way to funnel all of that grief and energy into something she feels is doing good. What that is, I'm not entirely sure, maybe a charity or something, but something that really empowers her to channel all of her feelings and her energy into something productive.
1: So something like a uh, a Richard Gilmore foundation or a charity or something. Something like that. Something that, that she yeah. could run that's in his name, something like that.
0: Something that people with a whole lot of money do. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah
1: that's and yeah that's I I work in that area for those of you who know what I do and uh, that is very much what rich people do so
0: so I mean that, that kind of makes sense right so once she maybe turns the corner and has a bright idea she starts getting to work and it's almost a 180 from grief and crippling despair to holy crap I have a whole new life let's go
1: Okay, now how do you think Rory specifically deals with her grandfather's death? Do you think she she lingers on it? Do you think she soldiers on? Do you think it's just kind of, you know, he was my grandfather and he passed away like so many of us will experience? Or do you think anything special happens or is it just your, I don't want to say run in the mill because that kind of minimizes it. But, you know, is is it your traditional view of what a granddaughter would go through?
0: Yeah, I was, of course she's going to miss him. That was her grandfather. Mm -hmm. I have a feeling she's going to be in more of the supportive role. Where even though she's grieving, her mom is probably going to be hit a little harder because it was her dad. And, of course, Emily is going to be just absolutely devastated. She's going to want to reach out and try and help her grandmother as much as she can. And so I have a feeling she's going to channel her grief through trying to help others grieve, if that makes any sense.
1: Uh, no, I think that's very much makes sense. And I think that's very on point with Rory. Yeah. I think Rory, you know, like she gets stressed out sometimes and where she kind of gets... She kind of cripples herself because of her own anxiety, but it's not often. And I think this is definitely one of those times, from your point of view, that she would do that. I think that's very character-driven, that she would be the support. She would be the person who would run out and get food. She would be the person who would be there to hug and say, like, it's going to be okay. She would very much pick up the pieces. I think Lorelai would try to be that person and then probably just explode or implode on herself.
0: Yeah, she's going to try and it, it's ultimately not going to work at first. And then right. let Rory can step in and just, here, let me take over this for right right now.
1: Absolutely. I can see that. Okay, so speaking of Lorelai, yeah. let's kind of go back. What's Lorelai doing? Is she still <laughs> running her own inn? Is Luke and her married? Are they still together? Are they broken up? Is there another man? Oh, you know, like, oh, what's on? Wh- yeah. What have they done to us? What do you think they're going to do to us? <laughs> what
0: have us? they done to us? That's the proper way to put that. I really, 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 really hope that by this point, Luke and Lorelai have gotten married and they've been married for a little while. Okay. And things are just, they're just kind of rolling along. You know, things are good. There's not a whole lot of drama. Luke is still running Luke's. Things are fine. Maybe there's a little bit of drama with the inn. Like maybe business isn't as good as it used to be or something. And she needs to give it a facelift and change up some business tactics to really regain some interest again or something. Or maybe when the economy crashed, things suffered and they've had some rough years. I don't know. But I do think that she still owns the inn. She's running it with Suki. Uh, I don't know if Michelle's there. Maybe he went off. I don't know. He's such a supportive character. I feel like you could do anything and it would be believable. But I do think that that's still happening. And just to change it up a little bit, yeah, I'd like a little bit of friction there with the end, but not with Luke and Lorelai. I feel like they finally came to a point where those two, they're each other's rock. Mm -hmm. I don't want to say they need each other, but they complete each other. Anything else can go wrong in the world as long as they have each other.
1: And you're talking about Suki and Lorelai?
0: No, no, I'm sorry. Luke and Lorelai.
1: Oh, I'm sorry. I missed that. Okay, In terms cut, of that yeah, relationship. That of
0: course, Lu- or Lorelai yep. has Suki. I'm sure they're still the best of friends. Suki is raising her kids. One thing I thought about that might be interesting is what if Suki and Jackson got divorced? <gasps>
1: Why? Why would you say such things?
0: I don't know. It just drama. Unnecessary.
1: <laughs> I'm shutting that down. But We're not even going to talk really, about it.
0: Really? Because I, I don't know. J- Jackson has never been my favorite character I could see him doing a totally jerk thing and Suki not putting up with it and saying, no, nope, out, leave Ugh. it, no.
1: You and I have completely different views when it comes to Jackson and Suki. Oh
0: my gosh, wow. Well, And see, now I, I'm so excited to watch the revival and see what's what. up.
1: <laughs> now, you talked a little bit about Michelle. We'll go back to Lorelai, but you talked a little bit about Michelle. Now, one thing about Michelle that was never, ever confirmed uh huh, was... His sexuality, his sexual preference. Uh-huh. And so because this came out in twenty seventeen, do you think they finally confirm that? Or do they show him in a relationship? Is he not in a relationship? Do they not confirm it? Do they go crazy and subvert your expectations and confirm that he's heterosexual? What what do you think they do with Michelle? Or does he even or they do nothing?
0: Hmm. There's a difference between I think what I would do and what the show probably did.
1: Okay, tell me tell me both. Tell me. Okay,
0: both. so what I would do is just It doesn't really matter and I would just leave it the way it's always been leave it up in the air who cares let him do what he wants but Mm -hmm. in a 2017 mindset where we're trying to push boundaries and things of that nature he's got a partner maybe he's even legally married because finally that's doable and so yeah he Mm -hmm. he's homosexual he's been married to a lovely man and it's there and that's that but they're gonna confirm it that's what I predict
1: All right. Well, you'll have to wait and see what they do, because I'm not giving any hints. Uh, (laughs) So, all right. So, going back to wait, wait. But you
0: are confirming that they do something with it.
1: No, I'm not. Mm. This is no. This is something that this is something that has been debated on the fan boards and online for years. And everybody, like in anticipation of it, there was actually a couple of characters that a lot of people were trying to figure out and wonder if. There were some fan theories about if they would be confirmed, if it wouldn't be confirmed. So this is, I'm speaking from the fan perspective of the message board theories.
0: Okay. Okay. All right.
1: And you might actually hear a few more of those as we go on.
0: Okay. Fair enough. I've not read any of these, so it's all news (laughs) to me. I'm sure it's rabid and rampant like every other message board, too. Everybody with every wild theory they can imagine. Because it's all a conspiracy theory, right?
1: Let's go back to Lorelai. Let's go back to Lorelai because okay. there's still a lot more to talk about. Now, you, to to summarize real quick, you think that Lorelai and Luke have been married for quite some time and that she's still running her own in and that there maybe there's a little drama there with her trying to update it and keep it anything like that. Do you think anything else has happened to her? Do you think Chris is still in the picture? Do you think that there are any kind of lingering drama with Luke and Lorelai from Lorelai's past or Luke's past? Do you think that... Uh, Maybe, you know, he, something happens with his daughter, you know, where, you know, she needs help or, or he finds out that maybe the DNA tests were wrong or, or something like that. Or maybe like the, the (laughs) ex comes back out of the picture and tries to ruin things again. Like what, what do you think about that situation? Like, what do you think about Luke and Lorelai's dynamic as well as their past coming back to haunt them?
0: Oh, that's a very good question mark. I didn't think through these things too much. It would be interesting to know what kind of a relationship Luke and Lorelai have with April, because she's going to be grown up at this point, probably just getting out of college, trying mm-hmm. to figure out her life where she wants to go. I kind of wonder how much they've seen of her over the years. You know, I, th- I have a feeling maybe it's a very, just a very, I'm going to say superficial, but rare thing maybe they see each other once or twice a year which was sort of the plan going when april moved to new mexico so maybe they have a distant but loving relationship i mean they genuinely love each other but they really don't know each other that well maybe
1: Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm.
0: and maybe she moves to stars hollow to get closer to luke and lorelei that could be kind of fun
1: i think so too i think that would make a that would make a pretty good storyline about you know, what happens? How is the relationship? I personally, like before the revival was like, okay, I don't want to see her. Like, I don't care about her. <laughs> you like, did not like her, did you? Have her, have them talk about her on the phone saying, okay, April, love you too. Okay, bye. And then like, that's the reference you get, you know, and everything like that. But we'll, we'll see what happens. We'll see how much she's involved because she could be involved a lot. Like you said, she could be involved with just my phone call idea or somewhere in between.
0: Yeah. That could go in a lot of directions
1: You kind of skirted my question about Luke and Lorelai's dynamic, though, and focus on April. Okay, well,
0: let's go there. Maybe things have been good for so long that knowing Gilmore Girls, there's got to be drama, right? Has to be. In what form? I'm not completely sure. Because I don't want to screw this up. (laughs) But I know this show. I know what it's going to do. Somehow Christopher is going to get involved. And maybe Christopher is going to somehow come between luke and lorelei in some way and is this the final stand i don't know but i'm gonna hate this part (laughs) i'm not really sure where it's going but yeah maybe christopher needs something lorelei being the kind-hearted person she is gets involved luke hates it they argue we've seen this before
1: so you think they're gonna go for one more round
0: why wouldn't they they did it for seven years (laughs)
1: your cynicism uh, could be accurate, but I'll never tell. It's uh, (laughs) it is totally something that could happen. And it's, it's, it's really fascinating because I'll I'll speak in generalities, but with the revival, there was like, there was a lot of things where you're just kind of like, oh my God, really, we need to do this again. The revival is to kind of familiarize us with things that happened and kind of move forward and try something new. And then there's other times when you're just like, okay, this feels, this feels totally fresh and different and interesting take on characters. And other times it felt like a warm blanket that you just wrap yourself up in. So there's a mixed bag of everything, of absolutely everything.
0: Oh, boy. Okay, well, I kind of want to leave it there then <laughs> in terms of Christopher, Luke, and Lorelei. I, I don't like the sound of that at all. <laughs>
1: <laughs> don't read into that. Honestly, you, you cannot read anything into anything that I'm saying. You honestly can't. Okay. Now, we've talked about our three girls. You yep. know, Emily, Lorelai, Rory. And we talked a little bit about Luke. Is Luke happy? Is Luke happy in the relationship?
0: I hope so. I think so. Knowing Luke, he's not bored. But yeah, he's happy. Maybe Lorelai's the one who's bored. She needs some excitement in her life. And, well, (laughs) then then let's cue Christopher, probably. I don't know. Maybe she's looking for a little something different. And, of course, Luke, he's perfectly good with the status quo. He loves the status quo. And maybe she's got to drag him into some sort of adventure.
1: All right, so what about Lane in that storyline? Like, what's Lane doing?
0: Yeah, Lane. I mean, the kids are probably just about on the verge of About 10 years old now, right? I'd like to think that Lane and Zach have stuck it out. They're still married. They have struggled, hardcore, to always make ends meet, raise their kids. It's been tough. He's gone off on occasion to play gigs, but it doesn't always bring in a whole lot of money. So Lane works side jobs. Sometimes she's by herself with the kids. They've really had a juggling act. Maybe Lane has a much more profound respect for her mother. (laughs) <laughs> that she used to. That'd be an interesting dynamic to see in action. But I would love to see them in the revival get their lucky break finally. Maybe getting oh, discovered, yeah. getting the much-needed publicity, so they can actually really take off in their career. And then suddenly everything is happening. But it's a lot. Mm-hmm. You know, they've been in one mode for a while, and now suddenly it's a whole other thing, and it's maybe just as overwhelming and horrible and crazy but in a completely different way and so it would be kind of fun to see them dealing with the rigors of that like oh all of a sudden they're playing new york city or something and we're going to be touring or something like that whoa 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 and we've got these two boys do we have a tutor on the bus with them what do we do here and maybe they've got some big decisions to make (laughs) (laughs) yeah Yeah, they could be like the partridge family get the kids involved i don't know
1: (laughs) so are they still in stars hollow
0: yeah Probably. Well, I don't know. Maybe they have moved. Maybe they've tried to get closer to more of a music scene, and it's been kind of off and on. That would be interesting. Okay.
1: I can see that. I can see that.
0: Yeah. Maybe they're not in New York, but maybe, I don't know, they're in Stanford or, I don't know, Boston? I don't know.
1: One thing that I really want to find out from you... And something that I think is interesting, and see if you actually have any thoughts on it, is in Gilmore Girls, Star's Hollow itself can be considered a character because it's filled with rich characters and it has... So much of the show was focused on the town's dealings. It wasn't just where they lived. It wasn't just like, oh, it takes place in Chicago and they live in Chicago. No, Star's Hollow has its own personality. It's that own that small town flavor. And so so you can either speak in generalities about about what the town is doing, if it's been thriving because of the tourism or if they're doing something else, or like what's going on with Tom and Gypsy and, and um, <laughs> you know, like, I'm kind of blanking on some of the other people's names right now, but uh, what's going on with them and, and, and like Mrs. Kim and, and Babette and, and Taylor and, and, you know, and everybody like that is, what are they doing? You know, like, what, are they still there? Did some of them move on? What happened?
0: Good questions. Okay. Some predictions. You've got some characters that are getting up there in years. So maybe Babette is caring for an ailing husband. Maybe something like okay. that. I have a feeling Kirk is now the mayor. <laughs> oh, yes. Might as well. I can't stand the guy, but what is the actual mayor's name? Whoever he is, he probably passed away. That was a big devastating shock to the city. They really Taylor. They really do miss him. That sort of thing. But Kirk has stepped in. He's doing a fine job. I don't know what Miss Patty's doing, maybe just carrying on. And maybe economically it had a little bit of a rough time, but it's rebuilding. It's becoming a Star's Hollow 2.0, if you will.
1: Okay, all right.
0: Maybe, you know, a kind of a mix of old and new, just to give it a little bit of a, a facelift, a little refreshment. And I don't know, maybe that creates some problems for Luke, where maybe things maybe haven't been so great. Maybe another restaurant comes in that's better than Luke's. Ooh. I don't know.
1: That's some fancy stuff right there.
0: Yeah, competition. Luke won't like that. Yeah, maybe just little things of that nature that will catch along the way, but I don't know if there's any massive big storylines. That's about all I've got.
1: Okay. Well, I cannot wait for you to watch it so that we can talk about it because I don't know if you know about the structure, but it's four episodes each 90 minutes long, and it's fall, oh, wow. winter, no, springtime, summer. Each episode is a season in a year.
0: Oh, how interesting.
1: And I loved And love that idea. It's fantastic. I love the format that they did. I I love that they didn't just do the normal, traditional, episodic nature where they came out with like 13 episodes and then this is the new season. Like, no, it's four TV movies that they created. And each one is a season in their life. That's why it's called Gilmore Girls, A Year in the Life. And
0: Okay, that's so cool.
1: So I'm really excited to see what you think about that and how you digest that, and, and what you see happen, and, and because you get to see them over the course of a year, in just a couple of hours, so, all right, well, thank you so much guys for listening, please go to nerdparty.com for all of your Nerd Party needs, all of our back episodes, from, and all of our other shows, as well as where you can find us on social media, you can find us on Facebook at facebook.com slash thenerdparty, you can find us on Twitter at joinnerdparty, you can find us on Instagram at thenerdparty, you can also find me personally on Twitter at the insane robin,
0: you can find me at O oh, The Profanity.
1: All right, next week it's a mystery to you, it's a mystery to us. But whatever we're going to do, we're going to punch it. Ready for warp, sir? Let's punch it. Join the revolution, join the nerd party.